Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. My goodness, it feels good to be here. This is the Almost Famous Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ashley, and it is episode two of Clayton's season. Ooh. And Ben, um, I'm enjoying. You enjoying? I am enjoying. I was just going to say that. I, I feel like, hey, I, I think we said it best last week. I have no questions about Clayton as a human. Like, this is no critique on Clayton as a human whatsoever. I had questions about him being chosen as The Bachelor. but. 
I'm enjoying this season, which makes me right now say Clayton is doing a great job as our bachelor. I really think that. Or the producers are doing a great job producing the show. I mean, that and the women are really stepping up. I mean, they yes. are really doing more than they were asked. Uh, there was there was one tendency of, of Clayton's that I picked up, though, on. I think he's very obvious when he's into somebody when he's not. And I think he's going in for kisses with girls that he's not even so into. Why not? I mean, come on now. Go for <laughs> it. I mean. But uh, yeah, we're going to break down all of this with Connor Saley today, the whole episode. But I will say, uh, as of right now, producers or whatever, I'm enjoying this season. I do not mind watching Clayton on television, which sometimes I have like just this like, I would rather not see you on television. Right now, I'm enjoying watching him. I think I still think he's going to get have a really hard time. I still think the drama is going to like weigh on him. I think that is going to be at times difficult, but the season, the season's going to be good to watch. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm just a viewer, it's going to be good to watch. I agree. That's what Nick was telling us last week. Well, let's not give Nick all the credit here. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Ashley, it's a, it's a big week for you. Um, obviously uh, we celebrated your baby shower uh, thanks to Hyundai for that. We also, um, I'm recovering uh, from COVID. So, but like he didn't have symptoms, people. He had like a stuff. Like, did you even have a stuffy nose? He said, I was tired. Uh, You're tired. I was tired. I had stuffy nose. I was a little tired. I'm now done. I'm, I'm negative. I'm back no, at good. the game. I'm ready to go. I'm still a little stuffy, not super stuffy, but I, I you know, we made it through it. We worked all week with it, and uh, and we're back, healthy and ready uh, for this week's episode. Ashley, you're back home. We talked about on your baby shower episode, which will air the twentieth of this month. That's a big episode. That's a lot of. We had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was a good one. It was it was awesome. Again, that was just so much fun to, to celebrate you and bring in some guests. But that will air the twentieth. But until then, you are back home right now. For anybody listening, for a few months, kind of. Uh, I'm actually, I think I'm going to say the right word, right word here. You're nesting until the baby's born. I don't know. No, nesting Uh. is when you're like decorating and organizing. And that's the one thing that I can't do, which is so frustrating actually, because I want to be getting our house together in Rhode Island. But, uh, yeah, he's not going to have a prop. Well, he's going to, my mom literally has turned one of the guest rooms in this house into a baby room. We do have to put that together, but like, it's not like we're going to like decorate it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to like, it's going to be a functional baby room instead of like a, you know, the cutesy one that I'll take lots of pictures in. I thought nesting Um, was always like, I've always envisioned nesting being like you lay all the blankets and pillows down and you just lay there. (laughs) For like two months. Wait a second. I really, Dad, I, I like your version way better than the real one. Yeah, I really <laughs> thought that was what that was. I thought you just like relaxed and hung out and let people take care of you for the next two months because you're about to have a baby. I thought that was pretty I'm cool. Go- that is what I'm doing. I'm doing the Ben Higgins version of nesting. Good. I like the way that you like uh, visualize an actual nest that's too, really with like I've blankets, you know, sitting on really comfy things. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I love that. No, it's usually when women like a month before have this crazy urge to like organize the house. Uh, okay. 
Do you want to know something that I have a crazy urge for that I haven't shared anywhere? But like, hey, we have some a few minutes here. Yeah. Okay, this is a pregnancy craving, and it's so wrong. It's so bad. Oh, I'm, I'm down for the bad. Let's go, Ash. Come on. I don't know how weird we're going to get here, but I'm down. <laughs> we're going to get so weird. But apparently it's like not weird because I looked it up. I have like, I think it's called Pika. And uh, I want to eat cleaning products. Whoa. Like I have a strong desire to eat cleaning products. Well, please don't. Of course, I'm not going okay. to. But there's Why? something. Of, I, I, well, they say it could be an iron deficiency. Um, it's very common in pregnant women to want to eat cleaning products and other unedible things. I'm going to bring it up to my doctor on Wednesday and just be like, hey, should we test my blood for an iron deficiency? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know this is super weird. You know, like on my strange addiction, people like want to eat detergent and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I've always wanted to eat powder laundry detergent. Okay. And I always have wanted to eat like chlorine tablets for the pool. Yeah. But right now, like even like my facial exfoliant, <laughs> which is like, looks, it feels like the texture yummy. of like a, like, yeah, like the it's like a baking soda texture. I'm just like, don't do it. Don't put it in your mouth. But I want to so bad. And then like every time like I like calm it for the bathroom, if like that kind of texture and smell. Oh, it's just overwhelmingly delicious seeming right now. How weird is that? Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, if you told me this any other time of your life, I'd be like, Ashley, like, hey, I love you. You got to go get checked out. (laughs) You're crazy. But this is I mean, at this point. Roll with it. Just don't eat it, but roll with it. Okay. Speaking yeah, of yeah, weird just, stuff. Just smell. Yeah. Um, anything weird that you can compare this with? No, no, I've never been oh, pregnant. Okay. But um, <laughs> speaking of weird things, right before the listeners came on, we were talking about this reality star who uh, has now retired from selling her jars of farts. Yeah. Uh, she made uh, upwards of $200,000. O-M-G. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I knew about this story. Did not know how much she she made. Oh, yeah. And she made $200,000. I think it was in two weeks or four weeks or something crazy. Oh, my Um, God. You know, I've always questioned uh, kind of where and how and what to monetize after this show. I've always been one that said, okay, I, I, I will do some things. I won't do other things, but making money from the show is a very good gift. You cannot say no mm-hmm. to everything. Mm-hmm. And there's moments, especially in my lowest points where I go, wow, some people are just doing it so much better than me. Don't know if that's true. I have no clue how much they're making. Uh, I have no clue what their lifestyle is, but I, I think it, this was not one of those moments. Actually, I never once thought this, but I do have, since we are admitting weird things, when I was an eight-year-old boy, I did the same thing as her. I farted in a jar, and I kept it for days, and it lasts. Um, I didn't sell it. I, I, I'd never. I didn't have a market for that. But now, yeah, go ahead. You, were you open about this? Like when you decided to fart in the jar? Um, one, did you have pants on when you did this, uh, or was it like real? No, you like, like go for it. You, um, okay. I mean, I was okay. probably seven or eight. I'm sure my parents knew about it. I'm sure they were just like, this is this kid is either gonna not be anything good at all, or he's just being weird and he's gonna be this a weird is some little only kid. child behavior. Yeah, this here. is some only child stuff, right? <laughs> You're getting a good look at it. 
Um, I never thought about this at 26, 27 when I was The Bachelor. This was not something that came to my mind. <laughs> but could you imagine how much you would have made? Because she's from a, she's from 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. I mean, 90 Day Fiance does well, but like the ratings that your season of The Bachelor had, so many more millions of people knew who you were. And like, wow, you could have made a million dollars off farts in two weeks. This is why sometimes I lay in bed at night and I question the decisions I've made leading up to this point. This might be one of those tonight where I go, if only, if only. (laughs) Well, wait, no, I'm sorry. I know you want to move on, but now I have to ask you, did you, have you ever gotten any weird requests like that? Like through cameo, because you're very popular on cameo. Jared one time got a request for his feet to be shown for this girl's birthday. And we, we couldn't do it. We just know. And, um, the, the woman who requested was actually a little bit annoyed yeah. That we didn't let her know earlier that we were not going to show his feet. I've gotten a couple feet one. I choose to do those. Um, okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm not kidding. You do. I do. I choose to do them. Like at this point, I mean, what, what's the harm? In the, in, in, I mean, if they want to see my feet, they can see my feet. <laughs> So how do you go about it? I, you say hello with your face? No, no, and no. And then no. you turn the camera? Face is never shown. I do a little, I, I move the feet left and right, do a little toe wiggle. I've got long toes. I can move them kind of like fingers. I mean, say I'm crossing boundaries. For me, I, I've questioned this for a while. And I said, I'm going to go for it. If they want to pay me a hundred bucks to show my feet, I'll, sh- I'll show my feet. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Higgins, foot model on OnlyFans. It's coming. <laughs> oh, wow. How life oh, takes a turn. You know how some people say it looks like Ben's hit rock bottom? Well, I'm sure they'll be saying that soon. Hey, we got a big episode for you today. Connor Saley is here to break down this episode of The Bachelor. Yes, it's Clayton's second episode. We're enjoying it so far. We're here. We will hear if Connor is as well. When we come back with the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, then you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, guys, we have Connor Salee on the phone. He is going to be recapping this episode of Clayton's season with us. Um, he's also going to be joining us for an in-depth, like Ben mentioned earlier. But right now, um, we want to talk about you know, this episode, episode two, Connor, you guys with Hannah's season were the last season of guys to live in the bachelor mansion. Yeah, I know it is. It's crazy to think about that, but it's, uh, it's good to see everyone back in there. It's been a while. Is that true? How That's true. nutty is that? Yeah. Or did, wait, didn't, didn't Peter's I think Peter's season. No, no, no. Yeah, but you were the last bachelorette season. Oh, last bachelorette season. I got gotcha. you. Last group of guys. Uh, it is It is crazy. That, that is super crazy. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I only bring that up is because one of the first scenes of this episode is the girls walking to the mansion, like geeking out. And for some reason, this like was real awkward for me because I know that they were trying to encapsulate the excitement of moving back into the mansion and like where we're shooting here again. Yay. But it was so weird because like (laughs) the girls were there the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, (laughs) that is is a weird scene. I guess what a lot of people don't realize is you like go back to your hotel. Yeah. 
after and then you like fully move in a day later so it is a little weird but it was cool watching it i guess like a little nostalgic because i remember there was mm-hmm. a scene where they were like screaming out of the balcony and i was like yeah. oh, that, was, that was my room I yeah it was kind of cool yeah i got a question for you too there is a moment where somebody said this uh mansion is iconic and historic i know it was uh, kind of hilarious I, oh, yeah. but also accurate <laughs> well how do you how do you uh and put something in the historic category because I believe this mansion was built in the early 2000s. It hasn't been the Bachelor Mansion <laughs> for the entirety of uh, the Bachelor like seasons. I was like, well, iconic, yes. Historic, maybe uh, not. Yeah, not not so much. It's like not a so nice new house, kind of. Like it's pretty <laughs> nice. Yeah, de- definitely not a not not historic, but very very iconic for sure. <laughs> yeah. I do love the house. It brings me so much nostalgia. And it's weird because we only shot in it for like 10 days. And with Chris Soul's season, we spent four shooting weeks there. You know, four episodes were there. And that's longer than most. I don't know. I guess that's where all like the first feelings start to develop. I like the mansion. It's it like a big frat house. Um, yeah. Nobody okay, knows well. this, but like, uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about on this podcast. Connor, you got to tell me if you had this go down on your bachelorette season. But there's there's not many like bathrooms at that mansion. I mean, especially from the amount of guys that are there initially. And at some point, there are signs that were put up that, it, like, as you walked in the bathroom, that said, "Please don't do anything that clogs the drains." Did that happen on your season? <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure it did happen. I think we had a couple clogged toilets on there. Yeah, I, I will say it probably contributed to that too. But, boys and, are gross. Uh, and, and you know, it's it, not just boys. We had clogged toilets too. They were clogged all the time. I just don't think the water pressure is very good in those toilets. Yeah, the, I think that I don't know if you either of you are in that big room that has. I think there were maybe like fifteen of us in there, ten to fifteen of us, and there's only one bathroom for that room. Yeah. So that one always had an issue with the plumbing just because so many people are using it. <laughs> I used to always do my private stuff downstairs because there was only like, you know, one room mm-hmm. and you could lock the door yeah. and you didn't have to worry about somebody like walking in and trying to do their makeup or something while you were <laughs> yeah. doing something else. Anyway. Okay. So the girls come in. It's a little bit funny. Uh, Jesse brings in a date card. This one is for Teddy NC. Melina, Gabby, Kira, Mara, Sierra, Genevieve, Serene, and Cassidy. And and the card reads, this is what dreams are made of. And that is pretty, that's a pretty cool hint that Hillary Duff is going to be on this group date. Uh, so you know, I didn't even put that together. Neither did I. I oh, yeah. I hey that. now. I hey now. Very this cool. Dreams are made of. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Good, movie, good song. It's like, don't sing it because it's going to be stuck in my head for weeks and weeks now. Yeah. Um, so this is like up there when it comes to special celebrity guests. Like we had Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, which is probably the top tier we'll ever get. And now Hillary Duff, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, Hillary Duff is, uh, she's big time for sure. She um, looks so hot. She, she did looks look so good. good. I have not seen her in a while. I don't know if she's been in any movies or anything in a while, but I, I feel like I haven't seen her in a very long time. So it was, it was kind of cool to see her again. Mm-hmm. Well, she has basically this thing set up in the backyard where the girls are going to have to put together a kid's party or like dollhouses or something like that. Actually, 
I don't even know if it was very clear what the objective was, <laughs> but they had to like entertain. They had to build things to entertain children. Yeah, and it was like put together the party for all the kids. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, it was very weird when I was one girl. I don't remember which one it was. Was it Cassie? sees the kids? No, no, no. Sees oh. the kids, and she goes, "Oh my god, I, I love, love children." Yeah, that that felt weird to me too. I wondered if it would anybody else. I wasn't gonna say it because I was like, I don't know how to feel about it. But when that happened, it like gave me a little heat. It's like, yeah, so I'm being cool. Like, <laughs> I love children. Yeah. So weird. It was it reminded me of like Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus, and she's like boys like i love children you know like so she wanted to eat them or something well we didn't go that far here (laughs) (laughs) anyway cassidy is the one that really dominates this date because she keeps pulling clayton aside trying to get one-on-one time with him she's quite successful at it she like basically has two big makeout sessions with him while the other girls are doing their tasks uh i don't really remember anybody else having any significant time with him during this activity portion. I, I don't think anybody did, to be honest, or at least that we saw. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like it's a weird, it's a weird balancing act you have to do if you're uh, one of the contestants, I guess. Of like, obviously you want to spend time, but you want to like get along with everybody else and kind of like pull your weight in the tasks a little bit. So I, I'm a little unsure of how I felt about that. I feel like she maybe went a little bit overboard with trying to pull him. Oh, definitely. Oh, a little yeah. overboard, but I'd also say, like, nothing about it really bothered me. I was like, she's yeah. really aggressive. We'll see how he responds to this. I wouldn't call her actions villainous, Ben. Right. I, I wouldn't say villainous. That would not be how I categorized it. But And I could be different here. But... I watch a show, and I think it's just my personality. I'm, I, I, I would be more attracted to somebody that followed the rules. So if I knew that somebody pulled me aside while other people were, were like carrying the weight of setting up this party, that would be unattractive for me. I would be like, hey, go back and do that. We're going to have our time later to talk. So it's not yeah. villainous. It just... Uh, it, it, I don't like it. Like, and, and that just might be me. I just don't find it um, attractive. Appealing. Yeah. Well, look at how Michelle responded in a similar situation last season when guys weren't coming up to her during like mm, that part of the group date. She got really offended. But nobody was working during that group date. Like, yeah, that, that was like really a fun playtime. It's yeah. it's these dates that people are like, you know picking up stuff or obstacle courses or stuff like that. They're like, Hey, go do that. Have fun with that. And then come back because this isn't a good look for anybody, but that just could be me. I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing. I just, I wouldn't like it. Connor, would you like it? No, I don't think I would have. I mean, the way I would have foreseen if I was the bachelor on that date, kind of like popping around to all the different stations being set up and everything and seeing the kind of the woman in action, like, helping out and maybe help them out to get to know them a little bit. But I feel like her continually pulling him kind of took away from his experience from getting to know other people too. So yeah, probably a little bit frustrating for him, even though it seemed like he liked it though. I, I do think this and, and Connor, before you came on, we were talking, Hey, we had our questions about Clayton as the bachelor, not because he's a bad dude, but just like anybody had questions about him. Like we don't know him. He right. definitely was not a fan favorite. So we have a ton of questions about him. I do think maybe one critique of him so far 
is uh, as soon as there's options to kiss, uh, he's going to start kissing. Like there's mm-hmm. no, like whenever conversations get to a certain point, there's like a tipping point, you know, maybe he doesn't have a follow-up question or he's put in an uncomfortable situation. He just starts kissing, which works yeah. because, you know, I mean, it's kind of what the show's known for. But I do, uh, I do think he's just gonna like if anybody wants to kiss him. I think he's just down to make out. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like you kind of saw that. I mean, we'll probably talk about it later. But as the episode went on, it seemed like opportunities arose for that even more, and he definitely did. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's just yeah. okay. Is this like a girl versus guy thing? Like, I would never if things got awkward and I didn't know what to say, and I wasn't like super attracted or like really into someone i wouldn't be like okay well now here's the now i'm just gonna kiss him <laughs> i'd be like all right well time's up is this I, I but like with guys is it like just like ah, oh, you know what kissing's fun i'll do it with anyone i don't know i feel like with at least when i was on the, when i was on there i feel like you would just be so focused and like dialed in in a way of like wanting to kiss the person yeah. that they would be talking. And then I would like totally forget what they were talking about. And you just say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you end up just starting to kiss. So it wasn't like the conversation just died down. I feel like it was almost intentionally died down in order to kiss. Okay. Yeah. Especially okay. as time goes on, like yeah. as time goes on, you get what 10 to 15 minutes with this person. Mm-hmm. It's probably the only time you're going to see them all week. Right. If you don't kiss him, then you're not going to kiss him for like 10 days or whatever. And you're like, I'm supposed to be dating this human. But so, yeah, I get it. Like as time goes on, you start kissing. I just think Colton or Clayton uh, jumped out of the gate very fast. Like he's just like, let's, you know, let's, let's just start kissing night one. And I mean, it seems like it's working. Okay. And it's also kind of hilarious and worth mentioning that Cassidy says, she tries to avoid times with kids. She says she she tries to spend as little time around kids as possible. <laughs> she basically <laughs> says that to the kid's face, which I think is kind of hilariously honest. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. You can't get mad at somebody uh, for being honest. No. True. I thought it was so funny. I mean, obviously sad when she dropped the cake, though. Yeah, that hurt. I, and I forget who made the cake, but that, that girl was pissed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You yeah. can't. So, like, people ask... You know, I'm sure we've all got it, but like, hey, how sh- fake is this show? Um, how much of it is produced? And it's like, hey, they, it's a show. So like you have to understand that like the producers know what they're doing. That's one of those moments that the producers are sitting back and they're like, oh, this is gold. Like we couldn't <laughs> yeah. plan this. We couldn't fake this. We couldn't make this is this is perfect. The the villain of the day brings the cake out and drops it. Yeah. Home run. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that situation played out perfectly for, for TV, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's skip forward to the nighttime portion. Uh, I think the most the most standout for me in this was Serene, who is a teacher. She said she loved being around the kids and playing. Um, she said that, like, her intention wasn't going into teaching, but that's how things evolved for her. And it wasn't like she said anything significant that made me be like, oh, well, this girl's awesome. <laughs> but I did feel like he was the most into her. And he said something along the lines of like, there's something we haven't done together. And that is kiss. <laughs> so can I do it? Yeah, I, I liked her a lot, too. I felt like their conversation, the nighttime part, it just 
it, it felt like there was more of a connection there than the other woman that we had seen time with him. So I, mm-hmm. I, I thought she was kind of the standout of that date, at least in the nighttime part for me. But really, we didn't really get to see much of anyone else. Mm-mm. No, the only other thing I can remember really is Teddy saying to Clayton that it was emotional for her to see him with other girls after getting the first impression rose mm-hmm. and um, that she's going to need like a lot of words of affirmation. She's going to need to be like secured. She's going to need to like to be told a lot throughout this right. journey that he still likes her. Mm-hmm. That's a big moment uh i'd be shocked if teddy isn't in the final two i mean i'll just go that far now uh i just think out of all uh, many recent seasons she's one of those cast members that stand out in so many different ways i also thought this was a great time for clayton and he, he did a tremendous job at it when she said that and you know he's into her very obvious mm-hmm. he takes that moment and he says i will reassure you like i will make sure you know how like much I want you here. So now it, and this is hard on this show, but like now it opens up the space for them to have those conversations where like, sometimes you're like, I don't know how they feel about me. I don't know uh, if he likes me, if she likes me now, I think like they're going to be able to progress because they're going to be able to start saying like, Hey, I'm really glad you're still here. I missed you. And she's going to know he means it. And he's going to know she means it. That's why I think they have such a powerful, powerful story ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben, having so having been the bachelor before, I guess this first week of dates, how big were those for you in terms of like you obviously had the first impressions from mm-hmm. the first rose ceremony, but like actually having conversations where like after that first week of dates, were you like, okay, these are, you know, there's a handful of people I could really see this with. Did you kind of have that like solidified in your head or did no. that change? Not like a group of people, but I'd say there's like, I'd say the first impressions I'm a, I really, I think have always been very impacted by first impressions. And so I'd say there's like two or three women after Mm -hmm. the first night and the first week. I mean, I kind of went at it with a different strategy. I was trying to uh, identify the ones that were like loose cannons first. Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. I was always on the lookout for like, what signs are here that like, this person doesn't get along with others. This person is like pulling me away all the time, knowing that like, this is a huge, huge like group of people still. And so I was mostly whittling it down from the back to the front. I felt like, and then there was like two or three after the first week that I remember going, I think you're going to be here a while. And, and, And in fact, a lot of them were there for a long time because of their, like mostly their behavior around other people and on group dates, group dates are a great time to see mm-hmm. like honestly who are the producers are paying the most attention to uh right. who seems to be asking for the most attention who's arguing with those who's the one tattletelling on everybody like you can really start to see that you know week 1 mhm super interesting um that you would look out for who's interacting with producers the most oh yeah so now we get to the group date rose oh, okay. and Cassidy gets it because she was the one who made the most effort, he said, in getting to know him. And he likes that she's like putting off that confident, semi-aggressive vibe. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember this. You know, he'll learn a lot watching the show back. For mm-hmm. us as viewers, we're watching this and going, she was pulling him all the time. She made all these girls upset. Like, 
you know, she did all this. He doesn't see half of that. I mean, honestly, he doesn't even know half of that's going on. All he sees is this girl that's like very into him, pulling him away, coming to talk to him, like reassuring him. He doesn't know right now of the drama really going on behind the scenes. And so I'm not shocked she got the first impression rose because out of all this day, out of this whole date, group date rose or group date rose, um, out of this date, I think he, she did, she stepped up. Now, I don't think it's a good long term strategy. I don't see this lasting for a while. But at this point, I think he just recognized she's into me. She made an effort, and I need to reward that at some level, not knowing the consequences behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. And I feel like for him too, I mean, he hasn't been in this situation before. He, you know, wasn't, didn't go that far in Michelle's season. I mean, he went pretty far, but wasn't there to the very end. So he's been kind of thrown into this. And I'd imagine on the first date of the whole experience, you're probably looking for, you know, someone who's really, you know, giving you a lot of validation and reassurance. And so she definitely did that. And so as a viewer, you're right. It's like, why, why in the world did he give that to her? But I, I can understand why he did. Makes sense. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. 
plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. What's up everybody? This is Stephen A Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So Susie has the one-on-one date, and they go on a helicopter ride. She seems She says she's nervous, but she seems very in her element like she seems pretty comfortable very excited very positive two things that he's really into they land on an amazing yacht Mm -hmm. Uh, they get to like hang out in the water and just lounge on the boat for a while you can tell he's so into her i think she's into him but i think there's definitely an imbalance there i don't know if you guys picked that up uh yeah i know you did agree Okay. I, I don't know what it is. I just don't. I I just don't see it with mm. them. I think there's a just a, like obviously she's a, like a very attractive girl. She has that like bubbly personality, which I think is super attractive. And you know, I'm sure Colton finds it that way. But um, Clayton, Clayton, this I is the same thing. Time we've oh, done this. I knew I knew <laughs> I was going to screw that up. I, uh, I did the same thing, man. It's 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 just part uh, of it. I think this year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I feel like I just don't think she's as into him, to be no, honest. No, I really don't. That's interesting. I mean, we kind of got that hint, right? When I mean, if I remember right, when she left on the date, one of the other girls was saying that she just didn't seem that excited. Uh, mm-hmm. And she broached that with Clayton right away. She said, hey, I'm super nervous. I'm excited to be here with you, but I'm just super nervous. However, um, yeah, I think when this date ended even i i have a feeling this girl is gonna break clayton's heart he's gonna be really into her and at some point i believe later on she's gonna probably step away and it's gonna be one of those moments that we see him right cry i I think she i think i just get that sense right now that could turn right we've seen this turn and, and connections build but i'm with you too i just didn't feel it uh on her side to you know for him She's going to be somebody that breaks his heart. Yeah. I, I do see her going very far, though. Me too. Really far. And honestly, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because she looks very similar to Hannah Brown. Yeah. She does. 
I, there were a lot of times I saw it. I was like, wait, is that, is that <laughs> Hannah? Yeah. Uh, but I could almost see her as like the next Bachelorette. I feel like she kind of has that like, you know, I don't know. She, there's like something about She has her. that presence. Yeah. She yeah, definitely yeah. does. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I feel like every time like he would go in for a kiss, it was like she was like, okay. Mm. <laughs> so we'll see how it evolves all right next up we have the second group date where we do get i think truly villainous behavior from shanae 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 we're just gonna call her shanae uh so she definitely targets this girl elizabeth for absolutely <laughs> no reason so they walk into this barn there's a comedian at the desk set up like a classroom and she it, and she she's telling them that they're going to play a game of uh, Never Have I Ever, which is actually like, I think, really fun. And yeah. well, I was terrified of this game in my mid 20s when people would be like, <laughs> people would be like, never have I ever like done something crazy, like, you know, something sexual. Right. Yeah. And I would just be like, I want to avoid this game at every <laughs> single in every single way. Actually, you're good um, at winning that game. You win. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. But it was so awkward. Um, now I think it'd be so much fun to play. And I think it gets you to know people well. So I'm, like, really down for this. Um, and then this girl, Elizabeth, seems very nice. She sits down next to Clayton and is like, uh, can I sit here? And he's like, yeah. And and this really annoys Shanae <laughs> to the point where she, like, makes her her villa, like, makes her the target for the rest of the day. Um, they're like f- sort of flirting, I guess, because like they're sitting next to each other, but there wasn't some crazy chemistry. If I was Shanae, I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, threat alert, threat alert. But she definitely feels so. I just want to um, go on record because last yeah. week I said, I have a feeling the Shanae girl is gonna be a villain. I just get the get the feeling. <laughs> I I just I just want to put it out there. If I have one skill set in life, it's being an expert at the Bachelor. <laughs> 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 so I I think before too they they showed a scene of I think it was Cassidy and yeah. Shanae talking, uh-huh. and I feel like I feel like Cassidy may have like planted the idea that she should just like go for it keep pulling him all of that stuff and then i feel like she wasn't able to do that and then she just like went on this rampage of you know just being like pissed off about it can you guys remind me in recent memory has there ever been the two like biggest villains in quotes um team up on this show i mean i feel like they're like a tag team right now like one's pouring into the other being like don't let this person win watch out for the front runner like <laughs> cut him off at the knees like i've never i don't remember the villains like teaming yeah up. it was like jj and clint that was, was like the, the last, last time, time they did this yeah, yeah. it didn't work yeah. out well for them either yeah that did not work out <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah villains got a vill well these two are trying to vill and uh just I don't know. I, in my opinion, Shanae has so much on Cassidy as far as the villain goes. Um, but we fast forward. Yeah, let's let's fast forward to the nighttime portion because the obstacle course didn't really do much um, as far as the building connections. Um, we see 
that cast that that um Shanene just just goes right after Elizabeth and says that she's too like a two-faced bitch mm. for just no reason to Clayton and I'm just like where is she pulling this out of she ends yeah. up um having a little like one-on-one time with Elizabeth and she says there was that conversation we were having back at the house and you just didn't seem to be engaged with me it was like you were ignoring me straight to my face and then Elizabeth explains that she's ADHD which means that she has a hard time focusing on two things at once. So mm-hmm. she might be zoned in on one person's conversation and have to block out the other. She says that she's so sorry if that's kind of what happened. But it seems very genuine and that is that is truly yeah. you know, a possibility. Yeah, no, 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 100%. 100%. And it, it, that was like such a weird conversation at the end too because they like hugged and made up. But they definitely didn't make up. <laughs> whole thing but ben ben i'm curious because you said like a red flag for you was um people like not getting along in the house and stuff like that so i guess if this is brought to your attention and there's always someone every season that's like telling the bachelor the bachelorette like the issues that are going on in a way like tattling on yeah. people for whatever like how how would you sort through that whole situation I mean, I think it's pretty obvious when you're in it too. You know who's coming to protect you. Or like a lot of people wouldn't tell you for the sake of they don't want to involve themselves in the drama. They don't feel like it's really their role to bring it to your attention. I had it happen once during my season where somebody brought, um, brought it up to me. And I could tell that they're coming from a place of, I just need you to know this is happening behind the scenes. And that was my own fault. So this happened in the Bahamas the one of the girls came to me and said the girls are starting to get really upset because you seem to only be paying attention to uh, a few select women and i said thank you for telling me because that wasn't my hope it wasn't how i want to operate but i can see that now that was good like i could tell they cared if it was this girl's doing this and this girl's doing this i i just don't need you to tell me that as the bachelor it's not you guys need to figure it out you're adults ultimately here i'm looking for my wife uh, ultimately here, like my hope is that this leads to something like really special. And I would hope my wife is pretty good at conflict resolution and is pretty good at getting along with others. And so, you know, stuff like this would have been definitely a red flag for me because I just would have, I mean, I think I would have taken a step back and been like this. Well, as great as maybe you even are, this isn't going to work because this feels like we're back in middle school and Dude, I'm not looking for a middle school date right now. In the tattletale situation that was, yeah. Shanae. Yeah, the tattletale situation and then also the kind of the follow-up to it. Uh, it You know, not even Elizabeth. Elizabeth was, I think, thrown off and confused. I, I wasn't, I didn't ha- I wouldn't maybe see it that way with her. I think just Shanae being just so angry at this and all the other girls, if you could have like looked around like what I would have done if I was Clayton. Now, I don't know if I would have because hindsight's twenty twenty. What I think he could have done in that moment is ask the girls, do you feel the same way? in that group setting and make them respond then because I think that he would have seen, no, this isn't Elizabeth's problem. This yeah. is Shanae's. It was a total newbie move. Like it was definitely out of not having a lot of experience in the first season. I feel like, yeah, well, I mean, and also I just don't understand Connor. You could maybe speak into this. It always shocks me. 
But Shanae right now is saying that she is here for Clayton. So we, we got to believe it. We, do, we can't assume anything else. So right. she's obviously wanted to be with Clayton. So the strategy she takes is to be the one that takes out everybody else. That strategy has never worked in any dating relationship of any kind. So why do they resort to that? Like who, what person goes, especially on this show with most people now who are on the show have seen a previous season. They go, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to, how I'm going to win Clayton. I'm going to make sure that everybody else looks bad and I will be standing at the end. Like that just doesn't work. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it, that never, literally never works. That person always just ends up being the villain. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it is an intimidating environment walking into a room of, at least on our season, 30 dudes that are all like, you know, good looking, doing a lot of cool stuff in their lives, big, strong, tall, whatever. And so, you know, I think some people, you kind of go into more of like a defensive mode and try and just like, knock people down and mm-hmm. it seems like that's what she's doing um almost just like knocking people off till she's the only one left standing yeah yeah well there are two moments we really have to talk about before we wrap the recap portion of this up one when elizabeth and shanae face each other again at the cocktail party and <laughs> shanae really becomes a villain like this is her this is mean stuff she's like she's like she has adhd did you know she has adhd that's something that little kids have Mm. the fact that she kept bringing that up over and over again and and totally making it seem like it was like an excuse that elizabeth came up with was outrageous well and she didn't she tell everybody too yeah um yeah, and it's like it's not really her her thing to tell everyone, right? I thought no. that was a little out of pocket of her. To no, do but her to make it a joke, yeah, was crazy. Mm-hmm. Then there is Cassidy, and she gets called out, ratted out, um, that she has a a friend with benefits for the past couple of years at home, and he's all like, "Well, when you come back from this show, let's watch it together and hook up." <laughs> This is not a villainous move again. The, stop trying to make Cassie a villain. A friends with benefits at home. If that was ever going to turn into something, that could have turned. That would have turned into a relationship at this point. Everyone has someone that they're texting or something mild at home. You're an attractive twenty something. Are you guys telling me that you didn't have one person that you would like maybe casually go on a date with? when you were on the bachelor what i so i don't i'm a little torn with this one too because i feel like it depends on the intent if she if she was like going on the show just to go on and had this friends with benefits at home after that she was like planning to come home to then i feel like that's not i don't know if i really vibe with that but if she had a friends with benefits before and then was like all in of like all right i'm gonna see if like Clayton, if I could, you know, if I'm his person, if we should be together, then I think it's different. But if if she went in with the intent of like just leaving at some point and like, oh, I don't think that's what it was at all. I don't. I feel like this is just some guy that she hooks up with casually at home. How do we know? Like she has no intention of it evolving. I'm with Connor. I'm with Connor. But weren't they weren't they messaging like in the hotel right up to the end or that Facetiming until the end? Yeah. And he was saying, "Come back and watch this with me." And 
I mean, I know if I was Clayton and I ended up with Cassidy and I get off the show and this guy is texting her and he's, and I'm like, well, who is this? And she tells me, oh, this was the guy I was dating and talking to. And I said, well, up to when? And she goes, the night before the show, I wouldn't be thrilled. Like, I would not okay, be okay I with guess that. Maybe I'm making it seem, maybe it's less casual than I'm making it seem in my head because I'm thinking like, if they end up together, oh, she's she'll never even respond to this guy because it won't even be like a thing because they were nothing. Maybe not. We just don't know that. I'm saying at this point with what we know, I don't I'm I wouldn't love it. Like it wouldn't be a thing I would I, I don't think it's a great move. I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. I'm not saying if he finds out she should be like on the first flight home. Yeah. But this is just not a Jed situation, is what I'm saying. According to right. Jed, it is. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, so, so wait. So, so Cassidy already has a rose. Then I think at the preview, yeah. uh, Clayton asks Jesse if anyone's ever taken a rose back. Yeah. Do you do you think he's gonna take the rose back? Yeah, I do. I think she's gonna yeah. get eliminated. Yeah. yeah or, or do you think he's gonna? I think he's gonna take it back. But I think and then think the one at the rose ceremony. That's a possibility too. Yeah, I, I, I do believe there has been some roses taken back uh, in the history. I can't. Rem- I just remember s- something happening like that. It's didn't, definitely not the first time. I just don't remember the last time. I, I didn't Jesse give someone a rose he wasn't supposed to give. Yeah, Jesse Palmer was. Oh, Thing. Yeah, is famous for calling the wrong name and looking at the girl and being like, "Sorry." She like starts walking. He's like, "Sorry, I meant her." And she had to turn around and walk back. Back. Didn't, yeah. didn't, he, didn't I think he still gave her a rose? Oh, did he? She. I think she ended up staying for a little bit too. Like uh, she actually. I don't uh, know. That was the start of his hosting career, right there. <laughs> that was it. He he knew at that moment I'm going to be back here one day and I'm <laughs> leading this thing. You guys, I really hope I'm not like the odd one out in like defending Cassidy here with <laughs> this friends with benefits situation. I guess I going on to the show was just like, is there somebody that I will definitely see when I get home if this doesn't work out? Sure. But if I end up being engaged to Chris Souls, will I ever text him again? No. So I guess I'm just thinking about too personally. Yeah, we don't. There you go. Well, it's it it is also, I mean, kind of the cliffhanger that we leave this episode on. I mean, this is where yeah. we're mm-hmm. wondering for next week what's going to happen. We do get a weird. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the teaser, because I was wondering if you know Shanae would still be around. We see her in the Baywatch date, so we know now she's here for next yeah. week. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's a very clear picture of her. We don't see Cassidy in any of the teasers, but that is the cliffhanger. And so we'll take a vote here to close out this episode uh, or this segment with uh, our good friend, Connor. Connor, do you believe Cassidy is going home? Yes or no? No. Ashley, do you believe Cassidy is going home? Yes or no? Yes, I think she's going to go home. And I think Shanae will fill in as primary villain. I am going to say that this is she carried too big of a role in this episode. And there's still too much to be uncovered about her story that I think she stays. I just don't, I think her time is limited. I don't think she makes it past the next episode. That's my vote. I have no clue what's happening. Uh, Hey, to close this whole thing out uh, on this episode, Connor, what are your thoughts on Clayton so far as the bachelor? 
Um, so I'll be, I watched the first episode and the second episode back to back. Um, so I kind of seen the whole evolution here. I feel like he started out a little rusty, not going to lie. It was a little dull. I think Mm -hmm. he realized that maybe a little bit, but I think at the end of this second episode, he kind of warmed up a bit. It seemed like he was more engaged in the conversations and was actually like talking to people versus just trying to kiss them. Mm-hmm. Uh, although he did do that. So I think he's, I, in my opinion, he's, he's doing better. Um, I think he's actually, you know, engaging with the woman more. And um, I think as the season goes on more, he will keep getting better. So I, I'm honestly, I'm excited. I think it's cool that they chose someone that's maybe a little bit more unknown. Yeah. Um, it is cool to kind of get to know that person too a little bit yeah room but i think there is a lot there is a lot still to be learned about clayton because i I really don't know anything about him to be honest yeah and i don't know if we're ever going to that's the weird part um (laughs) ashley you'll know why but i uh this episode did end with being one of my least favorite episodes i've ever seen and uh, wait really i thought the top of the show we just kind of said that we enjoyed it just i i don't even know if you'll be able to understand why but (laughs) why the very end of this episode ends with a clown. Oh, the end of the episode was uh, one of your least favorite parts of an episode. There was a okay. clown, and that's just inappropriate. Yeah, it's not he... <laughs> needed. It brings out fears in the audience. Oh, dude, wait. Are you are you afraid of clowns? Massively. I, I really just hate clowns so much. Same. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when there was, like, the clown thing a few years ago? Uh, it was, like, four or five years ago. I was a uh, senior in college, and, like, cl- there were, like clowns clown are hiding things. in woods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. it. And they even like I uh, I was a senior in college. They had to shut down high schools in the area because there were like clowns showing up on campus. No, I'm they over would, it. I'm so so afraid of clowns. I hate everybody. clowns so much. There's nothing about them that makes sense to me. They should not be around kids. They should not be around adults. In fact, I just don't want them to <laughs> exist. Um, I co- think they're gonna stop with our generation, guys. Yeah, I hope so. Like, uh, I don't think like anybody in our generation is going to hire a clown for our kid's birthday. I, I want to. I don't want to meet that person if there is one of them. Uh, Connor, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to be back with you. We'll be uh, sharing an episode. We're going to do it in depth with you here very soon. Uh, catch up on your life, everything you're up to. But until then, thanks for uh, breaking down this episode with us. Thank you for having me. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, 
call. 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. What's up everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's time for Bachelor Headlines with our resident expert, Ashley I. Kennedy. First headline is this, and it's a big one. The Bachelors Claire Crawley and Blake Monar get cozy after Dale Moss breakup. This is according to E. Okay, so our producer sent us this headline the other day, and I was like, Blake Monar. I was like, Blake Moines? I was like, in my head, yeah. I thought that she had sent like a typo. And I was like, hmm, I mean, like, that could make sense, at least like for jealousy purposes for a couple months, you know, the two of them yeah. kind of get flirty. But then I click the link and I see it's Blake M- Monar. And then I click on who Blake Monar is on Instagram. Still can't figure it out. I'm like, this guy looks kind of random. You know, he has 20,000 followers. I don't really particularly remember him from anything. And then I find out that he was on Bachelor in Paradise this yeah. season. Was- yeah. Whoops, that Blake. The Blake who went out with Tia. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. 
Yeah. And he was on Claire's season originally. Um, and the two of them hung out and they were looking kind of cozy. Um, they, Claire also said something on her Instagram about how, like, she went somewhere for business wherever they were hanging out, which was, uh, oh, Indiana. Said, went for business, left with the most unexpected, remarkable memories. Oh Indy, God. you were truly beautiful and exactly what my soul needed. I'm telling you, everybody should go to Indiana to find love. It is the place. It's my stomping grounds, yeah. Ashley. Don't forget that. Yeah. And then somebody was asking about this rumored something, something. And Claire said, Blake is the sweetest person. Oh he truly God. is. So uh, let's see like what develops from there. It could be yeah. really awesome. Sweet. We love these stories. Yeah. We'll watch this as we go. Well, kind of turning the page a little bit to a whole new chapter. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise favorites. Uh, Riley and Marissa. Well, this is the headline. Fans think they've called it quits. This according to Screen Rant. Yeah, we also got a text about this from our producer this week. So immediately I went over to Marissa's Instagram in which I remember her like from the previous night saying something like she just wanted to like get dolled up for no reason. And I was like, oh, now it makes even more sense because now she wants to look really hot for him on Instagram. Um, the rumor is that they have maybe broken up sometime since Christmas till now because they were hanging. They were hanging out. They spent Christmas together. Um, Riley has those pictures up on his Instagram. Marissa no longer has those pictures up on Instagram. The last pictures of her and Riley together are from October on her Instagram. So I do feel like we can read into this a little bit. Um, doesn't sound good. <laughs> it doesn't. And that was one of our favorite couples coming out of paradise. So we hope they can rekindle or remend or if they might be still together and just being quiet for now, but that's the rumor spreading. Well, another rumor, uh, bachelor nations, Blake Hortzman and love is blinds. Giannina Gabelli. I hope I said that right. Are dating this according to E as well. Hey, can we accord it to Ben Higgins as well? Cause you're pretty close to Blake. Have you talked to him about this? I am off the record. Come on. <laughs> I'm off the record. Well, you did you know that he was dating someone? I knew he was on a reality show. Uh, I oh, knew, what do you mean? He's on another reality show? Yeah, I knew. I knew there was <laughs> some breaking news. Breaking news. So, um, yeah, I uh, I knew that, but I did not know how it turned out. And so it seems like it's turned out very well for him. Oh, so they meet on this reality show? I don't know. You tell oh. me. What's the headline say? The headline is just that they're dating, not that the, the headline is that they're dating and that like possibly like, I don't know that they, they it says they're very new and they aren't rushing into anything. Blake says that she's really fun and down to earth. Um, Blake posted a picture of himself on New Year's Eve at the Mile High Spirits. Uh, and uh, apparently she also uploaded a picture of herself standing in front of some very similar looking barrels in the bar oh, on Instagram. So it looks like they spent New Year's Eve together. Oh, Gianna even posted, repeat after me, I'm about to walk into the best year of my life. 
And then the the person, the source, says that they spent New Year's Eve together and they have been getting to know each other. They have a lot in common due to their experiences on reality TV. I didn't watch All Love is Blind, I'll be honest. But from what I did watch of it, I thought that Gianna was super sweet, really cute. I like this coupling. And now with Ben's little tidbits, I'm wondering if they met some on some sort of <laughs> reality show. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm ruining everything today. Um, it's okay. But yes, I mean, if they've, if they've got something going, Blake is a buddy. I'd like to see him happy. In fact, I think the dog that Jessica and I are um, looking at adopting is living in Blake's house with a lease right now. Yeah. Um, so could possibly be a thing. Maybe I'll ask the puppy. Hey, Hey pup, yeah. what have you seen? What have you seen? What have you seen? Maybe, maybe some, maybe, uh, maybe some things he doesn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's too young for, to see those things. Too young. Well, <laughs> this is a big headline um, because I think it really speaks to Clayton and probably why I believe he will go down as a a good bachelor, if, if not a great bachelor, if not one of the favorite bachelors. I think he's pretty self aware. I think he understands. Um, criticism and where it comes from well. Well, here's the headline. Clayton Eckerd responds to Nick's, Nick Vile questioning him being chosen as the bachelor. The statement Clayton makes is, I don't harbor any resentment toward him. There's an interesting quote in here, Ashley, that I'd love for you to read because I really do, do think it speaks to who Clayton is. All right, so this is what he said in reference to, you know, Nick not thinking initially that he was the best choice because, you know, Nick kind of backtracked after seeing the first episode. Uh, he goes, this is what Clinton said. I thought there were points where my personality did come through. I thought the date with Michelle and all that actually went really well. I thought it showed my goofy side. It showed my dance moves, <laughs> which is why I said, it's my resolution this year. I want to get better at them. Um, but it showed this playful side of me. Um, then he said, there's a little snippet, I guess, where it was just a little snippet per se, I guess. I don't know how much screen time I had, maybe 10, 20 minutes, whatever it was. It wasn't much, but... When Nick made the comment about him being an unconventional pick, he, this is what Clayton thought. He said, okay, I can see where you're coming from, but, but then again, um, you're going to get plenty of time to see me now on my season going forward. Um, he also said that if he still feels that way, if Nick still feels this way towards the end of it, then then fair, sure. Um, we'll have a conversation at that point. I'll talk to him. You know, what is it that you don't get? But for right now, I do understand. I don't harbor any resentment for somebody that makes a comment like that. I think it's his platform. He kind of speculates on all these things. He doesn't know a thing about me. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, Nick's a, a podcast host. Uh, you get, get paid having opinions. And I think a lot of people's opinions were, who the heck is this Clayton guy? But as Clayton said, we'll get to know him more as the season goes on. Let's uh, hold our judgment. Even though even here at the Almost Famous Podcast, we're like, how in the world did they choose this dude? He wasn't even shown. But after two episodes, we're going, okay, makes a little more sense. Big headline here. 
Former bachelorette Andy Dorfman's new boyfriend revealed inside their fairy tale romance. This according to E. Fairy tale romance. At first on Instagram, she was keeping his face like kind of concealed, if you noticed. But now we know who he is. His name is Blaine Hart, and he is a man from her past. They met each other years ago during college through a mutual friend um, who the mutual friend went to school with Blaine in South Carolina. They both happened to be in Italy at the same time this past summer and reconnected after 15 years. And they've been together ever since. Wow, that's kind of cool. Um, and the inside source tells E that this is the fairy tale that Andy has always dreamed of. She's never been happier before in her life. Wow. What a headline. Well, hey, that's all we have for today. What an amazing episode. Thank you to Connor Saley for coming on and breaking down this week's episode with us. We're also going to have him for an in-depth episode. Dig into who he is as a person here. Uh, and that will be posted very, very soon. But until then, thanks for joining us. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.